Blog Talk Radio. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour. I'm so glad you're joining me again for this Workouts for Older Men podcast. It's day number 59 of the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. And in this podcast, I want to answer the question, do I need to feel a pump when I work out? Do I need to feel a pump when I work out? Actually, I got this question from Lee in the UK. Send it to me on my WhatsApp. Maybe uh, I'll talk about during this podcast how you can send me your questions and maybe your question will be a podcast topic so in this podcast do you need to feel a pump when you work out it feels so good if you've ever experienced that maybe you've heard the younger guys talk about hey chasing the pump oh i feel pumped right you must be something that is very productive and if you don't feel a pump maybe you're not maximizing your muscle gains right if you don't feel that pump but you're not feeling that pump does that mean you're not productive? What's this pump stuff? Do I need to feel a pump when I work out? I want to answer that question and a lot more in this podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Workouts for Older Men podcast. I am Skip LaCour. So glad you're joining me here today for the Workouts for Older Men podcast. It is day number 59 of the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. Coming to you every single day during these 100 days with the information, the inspiration, the strategies, the systems, maybe a lot of mindset when it comes to what you need to do to build that muscle, lose that body fat now that you're a little bit older. All of this information it is specifically designed for you if you're a man who is older and you have a busy, productive life. It's important that I make that distinction because you want to be effective and efficient with your time because of your busy schedule, because of your priorities, what you built over your lifetime. You don't have all the brain space, uh, the actual time, energy, or desire to make it such a big, gigantic part of your life, like maybe some of the younger guys on YouTube looking for information and maybe the fitness experts. You know, that's their identity. That's what they spend a lot of time doing. It's the most important thing in the world to me, and that's great. This is very, very important to me, too. I've been doing it for 31 years. It's just that I've evolved to how can I do it more effectively and efficiently, and that's where I come in. That's what makes me different. That's just not my age. It's just not I'm in great shape at 58 years old. It's the approach because there are many ways to get from point A to point B. You can do a lot of excess, do a lot of things that actually feel good. They, uh, you can get a lot of activity. And movement, that's not necessarily efficient. It's not necessarily needed. And if you don't do a good job of picking and choosing what you need to do because there's so many things, you're not going to get the results. You're not going to know why. It certainly isn't because you don't want to get the results. It's just an ineffective use of your willpower, focus, energy, and time because you're not choosing the things that are most important and eliminating things that aren't. And there's a lot of it out there. It's not your fault. I get it. There's a lot of stuff being thrown out there. You know, as I make up uh, these podcasts, what titles, um, what subjects I'm going to talk about, right? So here we are in uh, podcast number 59. And I don't know what it seems like to you. It seems like to me I'm always answering the questions because I won't do any of these podcasts 
unless it is something that you're searching for. A guy who's been training for a couple years or less, he's older. That mindset, when you punch in, that's the perspective that I'm even coming up with these titles. And I'm running out of titles, right? Because it's like when I have a podcast, the title, as you can see, they all tie in together if you've been listening to all 59 of these podcasts. And there's some major themes and that's what, you know, metaphorically, I talk about the Pareto Principle, the 100 things that you need, uh, that you hear when it comes to building that muscle, losing that body fat, now that you're a little bit older. The 100 things that you hear, there's only 20 things that make an impact. The other is fun, maybe a little bit, moves the needle a little bit. you got to know what those 20 things, metaphorically, uh, what they are, and get better and better and better, take those higher and higher levels. And that's how you'll, you probably can, if you really think about all these podcasts, which ones, right, well, he says that over and over again, because that's what you need. It isn't like, don't say, oh, I heard it. No, I'm saying it over and over again, because those are the things you need to pound and get better and better and take to higher and higher levels. Raise your standards on those particular things, all right? So in this podcast, actually this podcast, um, and it, I think that I'll, I'll, I'll do this on uh all the future ones, especially, you know, I'm kind of looking for things, what you believe are the answers that you need, and then I'll, I'll take those, and then I'll answer that question directly, and then I'll frame it away uh, so you know what's important and what's not. And so uh, Lee in England, he, uh, he asked me this question through WhatsApp, you know, and that's one nine two five three five two four three six six for uh all the men from around the world who aren't in the U.S. and Canada. So you can uh, send me a question. Maybe it'll be a podcast uh, like Lee did for this one, one nine two five three five two four three six six, and that'll be down below in the description of this podcast. But also uh, in the United States, you can just text me at nine two five three five two four three six six. Text me your question. Maybe it'll make it. I'll, I'll answer it anyway, but make it'll, maybe it'll make it to one of these podcasts with the uh, – 41 that we have left, all right? So what Lee asked, he said, do I need to feel a pump when I work out? Do I need to feel a pump when I work out, all right? So a pump, if you're not familiar with that term, it, it's just when it just feels like blood is engorged. The muscles are blown up in your arm from your workout, right? It's just engorged uh, with blood. You know, it just just feels like you're that must be a, that you're getting a better workout right when it feels like it feels so good you know even um, if you know anything about you know bodybuilding I'm sure you've heard of Arnold Schwarzenegger even if you're not into bodybuilding but there was this famous uh, iconic movie Pumping Iron and uh, Arnold talks about how the pump the bulb the bulb is just the greatest feeling in the world right I don't know if he necessarily said that the pump is necessary for you to build muscle, though. It's a great feeling. You know, so let me just answer the question. You do not need to feel a pump when you work out. And as a matter of fact, you know, even when you're pushing yourself, uh, you, you, you might feel a pump at the beginning, you know, of a, after a layoff of not working out maybe for years or even a layoff of a week or so that's a planned layoff. Or when you first start working out, it doesn't matter what age you are. You know, those first... Workouts, you know, because the muscle isn't worked, you're you're pushing yourself in in a good way. You're not harming yourself. You're not overtraining. Uh, you're not being reckless where you might hurt yourself just through working out. 
you know, the muscles, you're more likely to feel a pump. You're more likely to feel soreness, all right, from your first workouts. But not because you're not pushing to another level. Just the body adapts. doesn't want to feel that way. Also could be like your rep scheme. Whatever it is that you do, your body is going to adapt. So there's an overriding theme that, you know, you hear me talk about over and over again. And it's whether with your nutrition. If you do the same thing all the time, right, and you want to take to a higher level, all right, the body's going to neutralize everything you're doing. All right, so if you cut your calories uh, too severely, I mean, it's going to work for a while and it's going to bottom out. You know, that's not the way to do it. All right, actually, you got to eat as many calories as humanly possible while you're still losing weight. And when I mean weight, I really mean your body fat. Right? It seems counterintuitive. But you, it, that's the equivalent with training. you got to go one more rep, five more pounds, better form, fill, and execution. When the, one more rep, five more pounds, because you're not going to do that forever safely, right? Um, and so then you get to the subtleties, better form, feel, execution, mind, muscle connection, that nuance. But whatever it is, the quality needs to be taken up to higher level. You just can't say, well, 40 pounds is impressive, and I've been doing it for the last four years. Yeah, it was impressive maybe uh, when you first started, but you gotta, you gotta, you got to push it. The body will adapt and neutralize it. So with the nutritional neutralizer, with the weight training, it will fight to neutralize it. And the same thing. You know, with cardio, with cardio, you know, you get a great workout, you know, for an hour and whatever the, it says 300 calories burned or whatever, right? You can't do that same thing for six months and expect the same effectiveness uh, that you did when you first did it six months ago, right, your first session. You got to push it. You got to take it a higher and higher level because the body will, will neutralize your efforts. Now, you may still be benefiting. You're not going to go backwards or it's not going to be worth zero, right? But the body, it, it neutralizes it. So, like, if you like the way you look, if, if you like the way that you look, you can find a set of calories and uh, just, you know, eat that same way. And your body's going to, you know, pretty much whatever you work towards, you found that, right? If you like the amount of muscle you have, you're not trying to build muscle, you know, you can use the same weight. It's not going to go backwards if you like the way you look, all right? So if you, and if you like your cardio endurance, you know, just, just you can just keep it all the same. But the body's neutralized it, right? It works that way. So what does that have to do with, you know, feeling a pump or not. Well, you know, that's just, you know, the the pump is, is the blood being gorged. And, and a lot of times the, the pump is lactic acid that builds up like the longer the set, the the more reps you do, right? You kind of, you, you kind of feel that, that pump, right? Uh, that isn't going to last forever. Even when you're, um, you're really effective and efficient training, especially if your rep scheme is lower, and we talked about it, right? We can do uh, lighter weight, and if we do lighter weight, then we're going to have to um, do more reps. So then our last rep, so if we have a 12 to 15 rep scheme, you know, you got to, ah, I gave it everything with that 40-pound dumbbell to my 12th rep, right? Well, you can't just do six or eight reps, six to eight reps with 40 pounds, right? You got to, you got to, lift heavier weight so that ah, when it's in that six to eight rep range, let's say, that it, it taps you the same way with the 15. So if you're going to go more reps, it's got to be heavier weight or more challenge with more weight if you're going to do fewer reps. But the key is is that you push yourself to that rep, that, that set, and you gave it all you could, that one particular set, and you take that to higher and higher levels, right? That's, so um, 
that's what stimulates muscle growth. Right? That's what initiates the muscle process. That's how you keep the body from adapting. That's how you confuse the muscles, uh, training that way. Right? And that's the purpose of training, right? Weight training. It's to stimulate muscle growth by pushing it past what it's done before. And it's going to get more and more subtle. You know, that you're not going to get these gigantic gains in anything after a while, whether it's weight or reps or even form, fill, and execution. You know, it's, it's going to be subtle, but it's, it's that improvement. That's how you initiate the muscle building process. It breaks down the muscle, and then uh, it'll repair and grow, and then you do it again. Right? That's the purpose of weight training, right? So when you do a lot of reps and you gorge, uh, you know, the muscles uh, with blood and, and then you, you're doing so many reps that, you know, lactic acid builds in the muscles. You know, it wants it to stop that screaming pain. It feels good, I guess, uh, but that isn't part of the process. That feeling, that lactic acid buildup, that, that pump, that, that's, uh, you know, that, that burn and, and, and all that muscle, that's, that's not necessarily helping you uh, overload muscle and build muscle, all right? Um, you know, it's interesting because, you know, I, I've always trained in the four to six rep range, and when I got older, because I didn't want to lift as much weight, but I liked that more intense, and then it was the six to eight rep range. So I haven't felt the pump for, since I trained three on all the reps and everything like that, you know, 15 reps, you know, all the volume, all the sets, I mean, I stopped doing that, like, three or four years, you know, into, uh, you know, my training journey. So I haven't trained like that in, you know, uh, in, uh, you know, whatever, 25 years with all the gains and all the muscle growth because, uh, you know, I was taught that that's not how it works a long time ago, right? So, um, so I never got dependent on it. But, you know, pretty recently I remember, like, uh, I was doing reps because I was doing a lot of pumping up. It was really for my show or my workouts for them in live show. I would be setting up like all the cameras and planning out how I was doing it, thinking about what I was going to say to teach you. Uh, a lot of times I, I may have not had a lot of time you know, for my, my workout, you know, before I uh, filmed that, right? So what I would do is I would do a lot of pumping up. So for the first time I was doing a lot of 10, 15 reps, right? And I was feeling that pump. I remember one time when I, I took some of the Manformation Labs creatine monohydrate, you know, after not taking for a while. And I did all those reps, and I'm going, damn, <laughs> this pump, <laughs> I hear what they're saying now. <laughs> it does feel awesome, right? So this is like, I don't know, I'm a 57-year-old man, kind of feeling that pump that everybody talks about all the time for the first time. It's like, yeah, I, I, it doesn't build muscle, but I can see why it feels so good. And wow, you know, they're chasing the pump and all that type of thing. It feels good. You're not, it isn't like you're doing your body any harm, but that's not an indicator that you're building muscle. You're not going to feel that pump all the time. Here's another quick thing. I, I'm on this thing because I took this journey, and I didn't do, use all those reps, you know, all those reps, all those sets, all that volume that men my age at 58 are getting uh, shoulder replacements, hip replacements, knee replacements, for all that wear and tear, right? So, again, you have to do a lot of reps, and even with lighter weight, if you're going to get that, if you're going for that pump, which may not be the best thing, especially if it doesn't build muscle when you're older. And, you, you know, you, this is the only body we have, right? If you can get it done in fewer reps and you really believe you're getting it done and you lose, use heavier weight, 
but you're safe, of course, right? That's I really believe that that's the way an older man uh, should train. train. <laughs> that's the way he should train for longevity. Right? I don't. It's not like I'm some genius or I, you know, was Notre Dame's and I predicted that 25 years ago that that when I was 58, I knew that's the best way that I would keep my body together. All right. So uh, I'm in this level of health at 58. I, I'm not saying I plan that out. But I do really think that's a benefit of it. All right, so you don't need to fill a pump when you work out, and actually training that way to fill a pump. It's even if you even if you did the more reps and all that to fill the pump, even even that's going to wear out the body's going to neutralize it. All right, so the pump number one isn't an indicator that you're doing what weight training is for is to uh, overload the muscle to stimulate growth. Right. Um, not only does it do that, it it doesn't do that when you tra- when you train that way. It's going to be tougher even when you train that way to get a, a a pump when you work out. All right, so I hope that answers the question. Do I need to fill a pump when I work out? No, you don't. No, you don't. And actually, going for that uh, pump feeling, although it feels great, might be counterproductive for what you're really trying to do with the weight training when you know what you're doing. All right. You know, I, I I give you the strategies here, the mindset. I, I clear your mind of all of the excess stuff that doesn't matter so you can just, you know, have more certainty when you go forward. You notice how I don't give uh, specific diets because I can't because of your lifestyle, how you work your metabolism training. That's when uh, you need specific answers and more certainty and go forward. So I'm giving you the general rules, what to focus on, what not. Uh, but if you need a specific diet and feel just as much certainty as you're feeling all this confidence and understanding the way I explain it, or you want that with the training routine, right? So, you know, you can take all this, you know, general knowledge, this more certainty, you know, get rid of all the excess stuff and just, you know, do your training and get the results as soon as possible. Well, I can work with you individually. A lot of men are reaching out to me. I've got lots of ways to help you. I've got lots of ways to help you. I love how this podcast is reaching a whole new audience of men Maybe it's because I'm really consistent at it, uh, whatever it is, or, you know, I'm picking out the right titles or whatever it may be and that uh, men are searching. Uh, but a lot of men are coming to me. I want you to come to me. I'll, I have a lot of different coaching packages uh, depending on, on what you need. If you just need that training routine and that diet you've been doing a long time and you want to feel certain moving forward, I could do that in a couple of sessions. A lot of guys want all of that. They need things more explained. And then they want to go on a journey for some accountability. I've got lots of different ways to help you. So make sure that you just uh, you know, text me, you email me. All that uh, information is uh, in the description of this podcast. Do it. You know, This is all I do seven days a week. Right? So I don't try to slip it in between this and that. The only thing I slip it in is actually coaching. Uh, the men are doing videos or podcasts to attract more men like you if I can be of service to you. So uh, just reach out. We'll get, it, we'll get it going. We'll figure out a package uh, that's best for you. If one is, maybe if I can just answer some questions, you'll be fine. I'll be happy to do that too. All right, so that's going to do it for this Workouts for Older Men podcast here in day number 59 of the 100 Days of Workouts for Older Men Challenge. Hey, let's take on the day with a sense of urgency. We have to when we're a little bit older. We've got more time behind us than we do in front of us. Have a great day.